With just over a month until racing returns for the quick-fit British Touring Car Championship, the work behind the scenes is, I'm sure, frantic in preparation for the opening rounds at Donington Park. So, what a great opportunity to catch up with Dan Camish. Um, just ahead, of course, Dan, of the uh, test at Snetterton. Um, how are preparations going for that? Yeah, yeah. Um, very well, I believe. You know, I, I, it's obviously been a tough tough few months for everyone um you know we've had a, a big break in the calendar um we'd just be i think we'd have just ticked over uh, the midway point wouldn't we um yeah so we'd be going into the, the summer break but <laughs> i think we i think we've had enough of a break now so so yeah i mean um dynamics were back to work uh, i believe was it just last week might have been the week before um so i've already been to the to the workshop a couple of times since then uh caught up with the guys and uh Done my bit of making the making the uh, the rounds and making the making the brews, um, you know, keep, keep morale up and yeah, everyone's looking good. The cars looking great. Uh, we've done done quite a lot of work over the last couple of seasons in getting it where we need it to be. Um, done more work over this winter before um, obviously coronavirus hit um, in terms of some of the engine performance, and I think that's really going to pay dividends, especially in the the start of this season. So, um, so yeah, I think confidence is high and we're, we're just looking forward to getting going. How have you been keeping yourself like a coiled spring <laughs> during lockdown? What have you been doing to, to keep your eye in? Uh, well, it's been a good opportunity really to, um, you know, sp spend a bit of time. Um, I've been spending a bit of time on the bike, spending a bit of time uh, trying to get a little bit fitter, maybe uh, a bit more time to lose that winter weight. Um, so I've been I've been trying my best to uh, to watch what I eat and bring my weight down a little bit. And don't get me wrong, I'm not I'm not a big guy, but I um, I am tall, and uh, it's also a personal thing just to try and keep my weight at a steady constant. Yeah. Kind of shows the team that I'm not yeah. just letting myself go. <laughs> just because I've got ballast <laughs> to play with doesn't mean I should use it. <laughs> what is it about tall drivers at Team Dynamics? I mean, you and Matt look like you've been stood in a, a bucket of baby bio between the I two. Know, I know. It's, it's, it's great, actually, having a teammate who's taller than me. That very rarely happens in my career. Um, I did have once have a, have a, have a, uh, a teammate in, in Germany in, in, in Porsches who was taller than me. Um, and usually I'm usually I'm the I'm the tallest one in the room sort of thing. I'm I'm the guy crouching at the back making myself look look the same. So yeah, it's it's good having Matt. Just on a on a technical point and a personal interest to me because I'm nowhere near as tall as you. How does being so tall affect obviously seat position in the car and therefore weight distribution in the car? Does it does it actually make a difference? Um, no, I, I, I don't I don't think so. I think th the weight certainly does. So we're allowed to. We're allowed to move weight around the car. Obviously, we all have to be a minimum in terms of the car plus the driver has to be yeah. a minimum weight. Uh, but how we get to that weight differs throughout the grid. Um, I weigh a little bit less than Matt. Therefore, I can move some of the weight around the car, whereas Matt's is obviously stuck in one place. Um, so, yeah, that's an added benefit. Um, and obviously, the lighter you are, I guess the more weight you have to move around, technically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now I know a, a good chunk of it does sit next to us in the in the ballast box though. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's. To be honest, I've never driven another car with with differing weights, so I couldn't really tell you exactly how and much it, difference you know, it makes. With the lap times being so close and the tolerance is so fine, every half kilo kilo makes a difference, doesn't it? 
it does it does you know now it, the grid is just so close i mean it's split by you know you go to silverstone for the national race or you go to brands indy um you can throw a blanket over the whole field it's you know less than a second really um covering pretty much the whole grid um uh, if you are just ever so slightly off the pace, you, you are just you nowhere, um, and it makes it very very difficult. It also makes it very difficult to, yeah, to carry the weight. You know, I was actually thinking the other day about um, the fact they've swapped brands, Indian brands GP around, hmm. and that's going to have quite an impact, I think, because brands GP has, you know, more corners. Uh, it has, it's quite flowing. You can carry the weight there better than you can probably carry it at Brands Indy because at Brands Indy it's got four corners. Everyone's yeah. within about two temps. So anybody going to that last round, hopefully I'm one of them, uh, with a chance of that championship is going to be yeah. carrying a lot of weight around a track that's only got four corners. You're going to end up qualifying about twenty fifth. Um, so it's going to be it's going to be quite interesting. Obviously on the GP circuit because you know it, it's it's fast flowing. It takes some bravery out the back. You've got to have a good car set up. You can kind of bring yourself back into it even if you've got some weight. But I'm not sure around the, the whole, Indy you'll be able to make much of a difference. Yeah. The whole approach to this um, this slightly truncated season is going to be different for everybody for, for not least of all the reasons that you've mentioned but of course when we get to the end of the season it's going to be getting darker earlier it's going to be cold that's going to affect track temperatures so there's some so i guess some big strategy discussions coming with the team there is there is it's going to be a very different season i think um you know it's a very it's very condensed um you know actual the turnaround time for the teams is, is very short. Obviously, there's races where we're going back-to-back, um, which is going to make it difficult for the guys to keep preparing the car to the same level. And I think that's where, you know, I feel very confident in that respect. You know, Team Dynamics, long-established, very, very good team. I know that even as it gets tougher throughout the season, they will keep putting down the car just as good as the, as the time before. Mm. Um, you know, and it's it's going to be hard for all teams to keep up reliability. I think we might see a few more failures. Um, you know, I think it's when we go from Alton Park to Knock Hill. You know, the guys won't even be coming back to the workshop. They're going straight from one to the other. Yeah. So if you have damage at Alton Park, you're taking that damage with you to Knock Hill and hoping they can fix it on route. Um, I don't think it's a secret that Dynamics have actually been looking at building a, a third car. Um, just in case we have a big enough, you know, big enough incident that yeah. it's quicker for us just to change the car than it is to change the parts. So you know, I'm yeah. very lucky to be in that situation. Not everyone is, but that's just one aspect. Um, and it's going to be so important to finish races as well. You know, you 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 know, it's a shortened season by one round. Um, every point counts every season, but I think I think this year it's just going to be a matter of um, just racking those points up and, and, and keeping it on the road. Yeah. Now, at the end of um, last season, Dan, I think you won the hearts of, of thousands of BTCC fans because of what happened at Brands Hatch. You were, uh, and I'm sorry to drag it up, but two laps away from having your hands on the, on the trophy and then a twist of fate. In mm. January, after you'd had time to think about this at the Autosport show, you said you'd be judged on how you bounce back. How are you going to bounce back? Mm. Yeah, um, 
you know, I think that that's it was it was it was a tough time, and I'll be lying if I said that I don't think about it at some point um, every day. Um, you know, it's not many people uh, win a British Touring Car Championship, and um, you know, it's, it's difficult to put yourself in a position to to win a British Touring Car Championship. You know, it takes a lot of hard work, a lot of luck, yeah. and you know, I the, the, my part was done. You know, as far as I was concerned, and and I think all of us were. It was. It was kind of over, you know. We we had it won, um, two laps to go. All I had to do was just hold position. You know, there was not. It, it wasn't like I needed to go forward or backwards. All I had to do was drive it round, and uh, yeah, twist of fate, brake failure. Um, yeah, you know, really, really tough um, mentally, I guess, to to go through a blow like that. Um, but yeah, I, I've got to pick myself up. What are my options? I either let that be the defining moment of me and. You know, I've worked too hard and come too far to let that be the the lasting memory. Really, it's um, you know I've got to get back on the horse. Uh, you know, I can't wait really to to get back on track. I mean, there's kind of a, a saying that you're only as good as your last race, and and right now mine's lingering. <laughs> you know, um, I'm very much looking forward to getting the season going. So. Because the, the truth is, the second the cars hit the track again for the start of the new season, um, all that is in the past. Um, and it is in the past anyway. You know, I can't change it. Uh, I, you know, I wish I could go back and, and try and do something different. But realistically, what could I have done different? I, I, you know, yeah. brake failure is going to happen. It's going to happen. Um, sad, but, but, but I've just got to live with it. You know, I'll, um, I'll bounce back. I've got to bounce back. Now, your chance to bounce back starts at Donington Park, of course, at the beginning of August, uh, with, with the exception of Knock Hill, probably the most undulating uh, of uh, the circuits and a challenge for all the cars. Um, last season's uh, Donington round was sort of OK uh, for both both you and Matt. Um, the Civics across the season were um, immensely reliable. And, of course, you and Matt were both very, very quick in those cars. Um, mm. How do you think Donington might play out? Is everybody going to come back a bit tentative or are they <laughs> going to go at it like bullet gate at the first corner yeah i'm, I'm actually um i, I kind of think the opposite i think people will come out um really quite aggressive and i think it'll be like uh, i've got a feeling that it's just going to be a little bit of a war really um <laughs> from start to finish it's going to be like and i don't know why i have that feeling i think i think because everyone's going to have some pent-up energy you know we haven't raced in a long time um you know, everyone's going to be super excited, and it's just going to—it's just going to be um, a lot of excitement out there on track. But you know, last season, you know, we do go well at Donington. I think it, the, the car works well. Uh, it's a circuit I love. I mean, I—I I made a—it a, was my error last year that cost us a good result at Donington. I—we had a good first race, and then I—I uh, I jumped. No, I didn't jump the start. I—I I was out of grid slot for the second one, uh, and I got a drive-through penalty. Yeah. Uh, which basically spoiled the weekend. But other than that, um, you know, I'm sure we just scored consistently, and that that was our that was our ace in the hole last year. We just scored consistently. Um, you know, whenever the BMWs were winning, we were on, also on the podium. So we just never let them get too far ahead, and and consistency in the end brought me back into it. Yeah. Um, and, and that's 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 obviously the the approach I'll be going for again. Hopefully, a few more wins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we'll keep our we'll keep our fingers crossed for you. Obviously, um, I, I, you know, Colin Turkington won again last year. The BMWs have been um, consistent and reliable. I, 
are they the marker again for this season that you're going to be chasing and not worry too much about who's behind you but but chasing them um, I hope I'm not chasing them. You know, I hope they're chasing me. For you know, I really do. But yeah, there's no doubt. I think they start the season as favourites. Uh, you know, obviously the the car came out of the block very, very strongly last season. Um, you know, great team in West Surrey Racing. Clearly built a very strong car. Um, and last season it was just a little bit too quick for a little bit too long. Um, you know, I think by the end of the season, it was more 50-50 between us and them. Um, and we were kind of sharing around the spoils a bit more. Um, but they went on that run early in the season where they were just dominant. Um, so I guess it's going to, you know, come down to how, you know, how are they going to get on this year? I don't expect them to be going any slower. Um, obviously, they'll made improvements over the winter like we have. Um it's just going to be a case of who's got that little bit extra out of it. But there's other guys out there as well. You know, there's, I think, Tom Ingram in the Toyota is going to be strong. You know, he's had a year development on that. Um, obviously, we've got an inter-sort of team rivalry, you know, going on with uh, BTC. Obviously, I have exactly the same car as I have. Um, the older FK2 Honda in the, with, you know, Jake Hill is he's clearly no slouch, as Rory Butcher showed last year. And Butcher as well in that new Ford Focus. It, there yeah. really is... Uh, Soaring cars is, I mean, anyone from about 15th up, you know, is, can, can, <laughs> can cause you a really tough day. Um, and 15th is probably unfair. It's probably further out than that. You know, I've been in races where you can win race one or, or two or whatever it might be. Um, and suddenly in the reverse grid, you're in the pack and you just, you can't keep up. And you're like, hang on a minute, I just won the race before <laughs> and now I'm nowhere. And that's it's the same for everyone because the grid is so close. Um, it only takes that little bit of weight extra or you're just on the on the you know, you're not on the option tire or whatever it might be. Yeah. And suddenly you're just in a world of pain really. No matter how fast a car you've got. Mm-hmm. One of the things you also mentioned earlier in the, the year, Dan, was uh, the importance of continuity, uh, both with your, your teammate, the consistency of the car, but within within the team as well. Um, how important is that? Yeah, I think it's important for any, any team and any driver to have consistency. Um, you know, I'm obviously very thankful that Dynamics have given me an opportunity to, to, to stay, uh, not just for this year, but for next year as well. Uh, you know, hopefully they... And, and I'm sure they do, uh, you know, but believe in me and, and, and see me as, as the future for them. Um, you know, and I think also obviously it kind of showed why that is, you know, last year, um, you know, almost winning the whole thing in just my second year. I've still got a lot more to learn. Um, there's no doubt about that. But as a team, you know, we've, we, we are strong. Um, we've uh, my engineer from from year one, Eddie, um, sort of retired at the end of or the start of 2019 and and Tom uh, my engineer who was already part of the team but in a in a sort of a lower role um sort of stepped up to the plate and and he was brilliant throughout the whole year you know I, I was you know it would have been a great story to deliver him a title in his first season as a as an engineer um but you know along with with Barry obviously who's been Matt's engineer and sort of head of the team for a long time uh all, all my mechanics are the same. All mats are the same. Um, yeah, it's 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 a great team to be part of. It's 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 great fun away from the track. You know, we all get on very well, um, and that's important. You know, it's important that you actually want to spend time with with the guys you work with. Um, you know, it lifts the whole mood, and um, 
and yeah, I think we're in a very, very good place, to be honest. Um, just finally, Dan, uh, I think like many of the drivers, um, you've all been on sim racing, and I know you have as as well. How's how's that been going? Because I know these things aren't cheap, but some of the drivers are, are so into it now, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Um, th- no, they're not cheap. Well, th- it's like it's like anything. They could they can be um, they can be relatively cheap or inexpensive uh, if you wish, or you can really spend a lot of money um, and have an all singing, all dancing piece of equipment. It's kind of you, you can race at all levels. Um, I mean, a lot of the, a lot of the ones the guys are using out there, yeah, are, are pretty high end, um, and they. They've just—it's obviously exploded these last few months. I mean, sim racing's been around quite a while. Um, yeah. I I tampered with it years ago and kind of got out of it again. Um, uh, more recently, I've got back into it under lockdown, and I think there's a lot of drivers. A lot of drivers have been doing it anyway, but suddenly there was more organised leagues to be part of. Um, you know, having a lot more drivers involved at one time kind of changed the whole dynamic of it so yeah i got involved a little bit we had a brdc uh, british racing drivers club uh series which was great fun um raised over twenty thousand pounds in the end for the nhs uh, which was great to be part of and um but yeah god some of them boys are so fast i mean <laughs> I'm, I'm you know we've had some great weather uh these last couple of months and i've uh i've actually got a bit of a tan that's because i spend a bit of time outside uh I in think yorkshire. Some of, yeah <laughs> well i'm not I'm, I'm actually not in yorkshire anymore i'm living in twickenham now ah right of course yeah, yeah sorry oh no, yeah my uh my girlfriend works for formula e so it's uh she works at hammersmith every day everybody so. from yorkshire's daggers easy me now <laughs> yeah <laughs> so no it's um you know, I think a lot of these guys are just spending so much time on them. Um, and that's obviously where they differ from, from the real life racing. You can just press reset and go round and round and round. And you can perfect it until you are blue in the face, which obviously you just can't do in real life. There comes a point where you just, you can't do that many laps. Um, so yeah, it, they're good fun. Um, and I'll be doing a little bit more of it as uh as the year goes on, because my actual, I have, my actual new simulator comes next week, um, which I'm very excited for. Mm-hmm. Um, They're addictive as well, aren't they? You, you end up sort of getting in a situation where when you wake up in the morning, you've got 50 messages from people who've been up all night. Playing. Honestly, they are so addictive, <laughs> and um, and they're hard to master as well. Um, you know, the even it's interesting how some you know some of the real life drivers some either take to it and they're they're brilliant. Or there's some that you can see actually quite struggle. Even though they're fantastic in real life, they might find it a little bit more difficult. Um, and that's, at the end of the day, it's it's a sim, but it's also a game in some respects as well. So you've got to take it with a pinch of salt. Mm-hmm. So, uh, not as you say, not long to go till the uh, test at uh, Snetterton. You're hoping for to get a, a lot of good feedback. Is the car going to be quick out of the box at that test, Dan? Or are you just going to see how it comes? No, I think it will be it will be quick out of the box at Snetterton. I think it has been ever since um, I got in it in 2018. It was um, it's always suited the circuit. Uh, it just it just seems to go well there. Um, I, I enjoy Snetterton as well. It's one of, one of my better circuits. So no, I expect us to be uh, right at the sharp end for the test. Um, obviously, we have two days to work through a program, get ourselves back in the groove, and. Um, and see what we can find. We we did quite a lot of work there last year at the tyre test. We changed quite a few, quite quite substantial changes actually we made. Um, 
and we did find a little bit of an advantage. So I'm sure we'll be going back and, and sort of revisiting some of those ideas and, and also some new stuff. Um, and yeah, it's going to be great to get back in the car and uh, get back get back to work. Yeah, it's going to be great to go racing again. Uh, Dan, lovely to catch up with you. Thank you so much uh, for your time. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing you at uh, Donington Park before too long. No worries. Looking forward to it. See you there.